Welcome to St. Louis on the Air. I'm Sarah Fenske. Winter is coming. Tomorrow is the first day of fall. Those cooler temperatures you've been feeling are no fluke. And that's an incredibly sobering thought in this pandemic. Many of us have turned to the great outdoors for recreation and even our socialization in the past six months. What will we do as the weather turns chilly? Well, St. Louis Public Radio health reporter Sarah Fenton recently explored just this subject. She talked to St. Louis University public health professor Enmal Shockham. And Sarah joins us today to discuss what she learned. So Sarah Fenton, welcome back to the show. Hi there. Hello, everyone. So it's getting much colder out there. Does that mean we can move the party indoors? Um, it depends. That's always the answer for uh, public health in times of COVID. It sort of depends on who you are comfortable talking to. It depends on who's kind of in your bubble. And if you know if people are have tested negative for the coronavirus. Um, but the bottom line is... Socializing outdoors is much more safe when you're talking about risks of contracting the coronavirus. And so what we've seen a lot um, in the past seasons in spring and fall uh, and summer is that people are getting together outside, they're going to parks, they're hanging out in their yards. And that's something that unfortunately needs to continue if we want to stay as safe as we have been. The truth is that air just doesn't circulate as well indoors. And Hmm. because COVID is a... The coronavirus is an airborne virus. The less air circulation you have, the more at risk you are when you are inside with someone who could be positive. Okay, so there really are good reasons to try to keep as much outdoor as possible. And and we've been lucky. You know, the weather has been reasonable this summer, reasonable as far as St. Louis goes. What are we going to do? We can't be just hanging out outside when it's 40 degrees, can we? I brought this up a million times when I was writing the story that I worked on um, because I hate cold weather. Uh, <laughs> You're the perfect the Midwest, person to write I, this story. <laughs> I kept asking Dr. Shachem, I was like, I, but like, it's cold. How are we going to do this? And she kept saying, you know, there are ways to do this, um, especially if you talk to people who live in, you know, cold weather climates. You could talk to people who live in Canada. You talk to people who live in Buffalo. Like, they're still going outside when it is cold out. You just need to kind of prepare a little bit more. You need to, you know, like think about what clothes am I going to wear? What activities am I going to do in the cold weather that might look a little bit different this year if I want to continue to stay safe from getting this virus? And that's a lot of outdoor stuff. That's a lot of probably like outdoor hiking, um, you know, like fire pits, heat lamps, that kind of thing. I think that we're going to see a lot more of that happening this this year than we have in the past. Now, as you say, you are you are not a lover of winter. You don't like the cold temperatures. And you really did kind of push uh, St. Louis University's Anne Balshockham. And you questioned to her the idea of trying to move so many things outdoors, even with this cold weather setting in. Let's listen to what she told you, because she said it just so well. We can find ways where we break up the days and we can schedule it that it's not a full day anyway. You know, I will say as an aside, in the 1918 flu, They had um, reported how they had schools out in the Northeast, and they put the kids outside in sleeping bags. So (laughs) it's kind of amazing to think about, like, hey, it's possible. So kids in sleeping bags, is this what we could see for schools as we head into the colder months? I mean, I... 
I don't know. Um, It it seems like that might be a hard sell for a large amount of people. I think that the the most likely scenario we are going to see is that it we will continue to be utilizing these virtual methods of communication, Mm. you know, like FaceTime and Zoom. And a lot of us will probably continue working from home if we can. I mean, but you know, like some people, they like the cold weather. I know my boyfriend goes hiking every February for like, he goes backpacking and like sleeps outside in like 20 degree weather. It's, it's not like you will die if you're, if you're being careful. It's not like, you know, I mean, obviously if you go out without your proper precautions, that's really dangerous, but like, there is a way to do this. Just like Dr. Shockham said is like, you just need to bundle up a lot and kind of like be in a little cocoon. Mm -hmm. If people refuse to take that advice and they're determined to be indoors, do we know if any of these um, fancy air filtration systems can make a difference? Are they good enough that you could have random people inside your house? It depends on the system. Um, And I think that's an interesting point because originally I was thinking like, no way can people fly in airplanes. Like, you know, you're getting the air and it's circulating and it's like, it's, you know, but the thing is with airplane HVAC systems is that air is turned over every three seconds. Hmm. And so that's actually, you know, an example of an incredibly safe air circulation like HVAC system because you're getting this, this air that isn't necessarily being you know, like breathe over and over and over again. It's fresh air, even though you're inside. Um, And so, I mean, depending on how long the pandemic lasts, that could be something that builders and engineers are thinking about more is like, how do we update these HVAC systems to make them more like these airplane systems? Mm -hmm. Um, But in your average house or restaurant, you know, I, I doubt that there are that advanced systems in place. And so, you know, uh, it ultimately, unless you know that there is this kind of fancy schmancy uh, air circulation going on, it's probably better to remain outside. And, uh, you know, it, it feels like you, you mentioned this idea of this being airborne, that this is driving a lot of the, the precautions we need to take. It's, it's driving this need to be outside or to do Zoom rather than be there in person. But I still see, even with what we now know about this being airborne, so many businesses are focused on cleaning surfaces and they want to mm-hmm. talk about that level of sterilization. Does it seem like that's maybe misguided, that the focus should be more on finding ways to make the outdoor outdoors work or investing in air filtration? rather than saying, oh, yes, we've sanitized every inch of of surface. I think that there is an idea that it's either one or the other. And I'm not going to say that disinfecting surfaces is not a good idea right now. Mm -hmm. I don't think it needs to be as wild as, you know, like I went to the grocery store and someone was disinfecting the, 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 um, like conveyor belt every single between every single person, mm-hmm. which didn't seem to make a ton of sense to me, especially because the person who was behind the cash register was wearing his mask below his nose. And I'm like, if you want to be, you know, protecting someone from an airborne virus, like maybe that should be where you, um, where you sort of expend more energies on mask wearing and social distancing and making more things available outside. But the truth is, Cleaning things is cheap and it's easy and it's something that we know how to do. Mm-hmm. And replacing entire ventilation systems in buildings and creating new indoor spaces is a lot more con- like complicated and it's way more expensive. And so I kind of understand the 
the the urge to do something that seems very doable mm -hmm. um, makes you feel like you have a little bit of agency. And I'm not going to say again that you know disinfecting surfaces isn't probably a good idea with any kind of virus, including the flu and the coronavirus. But what you're looking at is, um, yeah, the bottom line is it's an airborne virus, and if you want to expend a lot of energy, it's probably better spent on on focusing on the air and on your proximity to other people especially people who aren't in your bubble and who you might know not know like sort of how they're interacting with others you know mm -hmm. so as we head into what is going to certainly be shorter days and uh, likely very soon going to be colder days what's the one piece of advice you'd have for people as they're trying to get ready for these months coming up ahead I would say just try to plan and stay positive, you know, like um, if you can, you know, sort of plan on your outfits, you know, we're not going into the office as much for a lot of us. And uh, even if we are, it's sort of a different situation. I would plan your clothing and your outfits a little bit differently to be a lot warmer and maybe a little bit less stylish, which makes me sad. Um, I would I would sort of focus on if you want to see someone inside focused on everybody getting tested and quarantining themselves until they can all get together if that's possible. Mm. Um, and, you know, like to invest in a heat lamp if you can. I feel like they're probably all sold out everywhere. People are probably panicking at this point. But um, I would just, you know, try to stay creative, mm -hmm. stay positive and try to make plans and make sure everybody in your group and in your family, if you do get together, is on the same page and being as safe as possible. Well, that's some good advice there. And I hope we can all find those little doable things we can do to get through this winter, even if it's just getting a really warm coat. So uh, St. Louis Public Radio health reporter Sarah Fendham, thank you so much for joining us today. Bye, everyone. This is St. Louis on the Air on St. Louis Public Radio, 90.7 KWMU. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association. Missouri produces wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details on the variety of products made in the state are at ChooseWood.com.